usually listened to me, but he wasn't listening to me that night. I mean, I kind of understood he was tired as hell. We had to do a show in Orlando. Then we had to go drive all the way back to West Hill Beach. Um, and I knew something was going to happen. And of course, I heard the tie. I heard an engine revving, but it wasn't ours. It ended up being the person that ended up hitting us who was actually drunk. Um, I, the car was hit head on. I was trying to, uh, grab the wheel to turn it. And, um, blacked out. The next thing I know, I wake up, like, literally 12 hours later. In the fucking hospital, paramedics at my bedside, my brothers are flipping out. Um, I wake up, there was a cop there who was, um, actually shockingly stayed the whole night just to see if I was going to, when I was going to wake up. Um, I woke up, my right hand was, my right arm was in a cast from shoulder down to my wrist. Um, had a fucking uh, concussion. Fractured my neck. How? I don't know. Um, and my left foot. Not my left foot, but my left, my right foot. Where I normally put most of my weight on. Ended up um, broken in several places. I found out that my boss and his cousin, who I was actually pretty cool with. Like I said, I knew two Steves. His cousin was the other one. Died on impact. Somehow, I ended up out of the out of the car on the road, but there were the windows were um, the windows were literally busted. You couldn't even open the windows if you tried. The front end of the car was literally no front end. And I, the cop, went up to me, asked if I remembered anything. I said, the one thing I remember is getting this really weird feeling like we were going to get hit by something. And I tried grabbing the wheel. He goes, you remember, did you grab the wheel to your right or your left? Uh, to my left. He goes, okay, that explains one thing. If you turn the wheel to your right, you'd be dead. Come again, what? 
So the cop told me we were hit dead on by um by a drunk driver. And I said the next thing out in my head I went, Where's Jim? Paramike, my brothers, kind of had to stand up to almost hold me down because they knew I was about to flip. The cops said, unfortunately, they died on impact. You should be dead. But somehow, you were found out of the car. And the weird thing is, the windows were busted. They weren't broken but we couldn't open the window we had to break the window it come again what you want to repeat that um i was under a fucking pain man so i didn't feel anything i went to sit up and next thing i know my brother richie pushed me down on my right shoulder on my good shoulder said "Uh uh-uh I said, where's the person? Who was the person? We go, we don't know. But one, uh, the driver is a female. She had a suspended license. This was not her first offense. Hold on. She had a revoked or suspended license. And she still got behind the wheel of a car. She goes, it was a rental. Rental places, this is literally almost everywhere, aren't equipped with the DMVs to find out who's got a valid license, whose license is suspended, revoked, or whatever. They should be linked with the DMV, but... If rent, car rental places, all you really need, all the person needs to do is just show a license. You show a license, whether it's revoked or suspended, you still get the rental. They're not equipped. And next thing I know, I end up throwing something at the cop. Um, he... Um, I could have gotten to jail for that, but the cops like, nah, she has a right to get pissed. Um, she's, he did say the woman that caused the accident wasn't at the same hospital. Only her injuries are practically scrapes. I went, really? What room? What room? Cause I'll make him. I'll make her have fucking. I'll make her worse than what I look like. Um, the cops like, no, I can't let you do that. I go, yeah, like your fucking government judicial system is gonna do shit. Obviously, he think you don't. Um, which. This was actually why Pear Mike didn't want me watching the video, Jeff Hardy. Because <laughs> uh, it did kind of give me a flashback. And I actually, for 
about four or five months after my boss and his cousin died. I actually wondered how the fuck did I was I even out of the car? That's a mystery to me. Um, and um, my other friend, my second friend Scotty, that um, was alive still, still then, because that happened like late in '09. I said, "How is that possible?" He goes, well, your belief may be different from mine, but I think they were probably looking out for you. They probably knew they were already dead. So you're saying their ghost pulled me out of a car, my whole body? He goes, you'd be surprised. Where does shit's been shown before? Um... I go, okay. I go, well, this means I can't fucking wrestle anymore. Um, he goes, no, no, no. You still can. I'm actually taking over. Taking over what? He goes, I'm actually friends with your boss's widow. I'm trying to help her see if she can run it herself. I'm taking over the main shit. She's dealing with the financing. Is that even a good idea? He goes, well, she's not the only one that's going to help out financially. I have money, too. How do you have money? No offense. Half the time, you're at that shithole. Um, he's like, yeah, I know I'm at the shithole half the time, but I actually work for EFW. You're the one that got me the job. Oh, yeah, I did it. Yeah. The, okay. Enough of that one. That rant. Your next one. <laughs> uh, well, since the internet has been blowing up left and right <laughs> about the CEO. Vince McMahon Jr. Hi, ay, ay. Kind of reminds me of what's been going around previously on the internet that blew up left and right. Yeah. From a former president, which is a Dumbass. Uh, yeah, what about it? And a porn star being paid hush money yeah. to keep their mouth shut. <laughs> well, obviously not. <laughs> here it is years later. Now, Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr., which is destroying his company that his father started. McMahon Sr. did not want his son to control the company whatsoever, but somehow he has. Well, 
This one says, I need to switch to my other camera here. Give me a few seconds here. There it is. Vince McMahon to be in character doing SmackDown segment tonight, which was yesterday, Friday. He was on SmackDown. But yet earlier, he was told not to. While a huge bombshell was dropped this morning that Vince McMahon will be stepping aside as CEO and chairman of WWE. Alcatraz! It might not have come as a surprise that Vince booked himself to appear on SmackDown tonight, Friday night SmackDown, to address the WWE Universe. After all, if it's good for business and it will grab a rating... Why not? But according to a report, Vince isn't going to be addressing the fan base as Vince McMahon, head of a huge publicly traded company, public trash company as I call it. He'll be addressing the live audience and television viewers as Mr. McMahon. Senile fuck. As per a report by Alex Sherman of CNBC, Vince McMahon will speak tonight on SmackDown in character, capitalized, as Mr. McMahon to address his temporary absent. He did not. No, according to JD, it was only a 45 second bullshit. Yeah, it was basically a whole bunch of nothing. In other words, don't expect to hear the truth or some sort of sit down reveal from McMahon apologizing for his behavior or the allegations taking the focus away from the performers. Instead, he's going to play up this whole controversy as only McMahon knows how as a character like huh? with the fucking steroid trial. Yeah. As a character of WWE programming and as part of the biggest sports entertainment soap opera in the world. No. It's not a soap opera. It's fucking bullshit retarded crap. That just keeps getting destroyed every single week of every single month of every single year. Yeah. Because the shows... I mean, yeah. I grew up watching Alcatraz before I called it Alcatraz. My first time I ever saw wrestling was on Saturday nights. Yeah. 
as a three-year-old. I fell in love with it. In 84, wait, when WrestleMania 1 came out, I had already been adopted, but my stepmother and some other guy, which actually was my biological father, I didn't know at the time because I was that young, brought me to see WrestleMania 1 in New York, where everybody else had to watch it by closed circuit. <laughs> I fell in love with it. And my favorite wrestler that whole fucking show, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, I mean, there were some matches that he had that he even said they weren't that great. But he's tried to make them work to be memorable. If one, it tried to up each match he was ever in. But if it wasn't for Roddy, if it wasn't for Roddy Piper, there would be no WrestleMania. True. That's something people don't know. Yeah. True that. True that. Goes on. Sherman writes. In the linked article, he will address the controversy, but do so in character as his traditionally ruthless Mr. McMahon role, according to a person familiar with the matter who declined to be named. He adds, WWE writers were working Friday to change the script for SmackDown which had been completed earlier this week, the person added. Yeah, he's fucking Vince, moron. Vince ripped it. Going, no, this is how I want my show done. Mm-hmm. What will Mr. McMahon say? Nothing. Nothing. Because <laughs> he's an old C now. Fuck that needs to get out of the company. Matter of fact, he shouldn't have been in the company 25,000 years ago. Well, growing up, watching it, I mean, there was a brief stint where it wasn't on TV anymore, or where on closed circuit, which means TV, mm -hmm. tapings, it wasn't being shown for a little while, which at the time, I didn't really think of why or how. I don't think anybody did. Um, then came Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling of the 80s. I started watching that. Then, hello, Alcatraz, originally World Wrestling Federation, Yep. started being shown again. I'm like, where the fuck has this been? <laughs> I mean, at the time, yeah, you saw Vince being like an interviewer because his father didn't want him running it. Exactly. <laughs> his father was still alive. Exactly. Um, but he was he was the owner, but he wasn't being shown as the owner. It was a couple of the 
people that Vince Sr. trusted to run it. And then give it to Vince when they thought he was ready. Wrong. That's what I heard from Roddy. Sr. did not want his son to ever run the company. They didn't, he, his own father <clears throat> did not want Vince to be a reporter or be put on a commentary. He did not want Vince to run his company at all because he knew how Vince would run it after Senior died. So that means Straight Senior to the was... fucking ground. I know. Because Vince doesn't know fucking talent when talent is being slapped in his face. No, he all Vince was ever really big on was bigger guy was big guys that you could tell were shooting steroids. Hmm. And ask eye candy, which was women were referred to at the time. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what I remember Roddy telling me. Yeah. But at the t- same time, there were times where, yeah, Roddy worked with Vince, hands-on, even in commentary, and Roddy's like, why the fuck am I sitting here? I want to punch this fucker so bad. She does shit. But he was trying to help him. I mean, you've said, asked Roddy one time, how could you have even wanted to sit next to him? When people know the history between the two of you. Oh, shit. Even when you were right at your prime. Yeah. Before you started doing um, They Live. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, if it wasn't for me, there wouldn't have been a WrestleMania. Because all the other guys wanted to walk. And say, fuck this guy. We ain't getting paid. Exactly. But That's, that's why Senior said he didn't want his son to run the company. So, but let's see. Senior passes away. Mm-hmm. The company goes to Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, he passes away. Went to then it was Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter, who's still alive, by the way. He he gave up the position. Then it went to. Vince's wife, Linda McMahon. Yeah. And then after a long time, she leaves the company to go to politics in the state of Connecticut, which she sucks at. Well, before she went and did politics, she did take a lot of time away because she was raising Shane and Stephanie. Yeah. And they were little kids. Yeah, she's she was a mother. So she steps away. And somehow Vince became the CEO of the company. Why his wife, or was wife now, I should say, yeah. worked for an asshole. <laughs> really shows that blondes are fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean- so everybody in the entire franchise of WWE failed to continue the request from Senior. 
course. <sighs> so we go on here with the story. Go so ahead. what can fans expect? Nothing. Nothing. Will Stephanie come out and fire her father on the spot? No. No. He's still in charge of creative. All Stephanie, all his daughter is, is just CEO by title. Everything still has to go by him. She's an intern CEO. I know. Right now. But it says, will other wrestlers come out and take pot shots? At their former boss. Will a wrestler like Sami Zayn sucks? He should have been gone a long time ago. He's a good talker, but kind of still needs work. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> He's very outspoken, so that's actually one thing that's probably really hurting him. No, Dolph Ziggler is outspoken. Sami Zayn's just a fucking moron. <laughs> Sami Zayn suck up and cry about how much he'll miss Vince. Oh, Aww. this motherfucker must be sucking his little raisin wrinkly dick. <laughs> Keep sucking it, Sammy. You might get ahead in life. Not really. <laughs> so many things could happen, but it appears Vince McMahon, who will be maintaining his role as head of creative, yep. understands this is an opportunity to draw a big number in the ratings as fans will want to hear what he has to say. No. Do anything. Now, before I continue, before I, when I first found out about it, before JD found out about it, there was an interview with a third-party lawyer that's doing the investigation herself uh-huh. stated this anybody that is a CEO in any type of company yeah does not have full power over the company no they actually answer to the people that have full power over the company and guess who those are Oh, it ain't Stephanie, it ain't Hunter, it nope. ain't Paula Beck, it ain't Shawn Michaels. Nope. It's the board of the directors. The board of the directors makes the final decisions of the entire company's future. Not the CEO, not Stephanie McMahon, okay. not Paula Beck, not Paul Heyman. No. Nobody underneath there, all the way down to this crackhead, Nick Khan, Khan, whatever his fucking last name is. This fucking moron. They all have to answer to the board of directors, which this lawyer stated. And she showed it in the bylaws of every company that has a CEO and board of directors. The board of directors holds the power of the company, not the CEO. CEO is only a title of a position that you are in. The board of directors is higher than the CEO, which shocked the shit out of me. And I'm surprised JD did not find that. But I did. It doesn't really matter. No, actually, it does matter. 
Because, see, the board of directors, if they knew about it, and they withheld that and did not do anything to the CEO. Yeah. The entire company in this investigation and going to probably trial are going bye-bye. They're all going to be put in prison from the board of directors, CEO, and so on and so forth into every single wrestler. Uh, I was like, ow, that's a kick of the balls. The reason I think JD didn't mention it because the way Jay put it, he is, JD Wright had put it is actually true. Yeah, Vince is a businessman. He's a con man. Vince McMahon is a con man, but he's also a businessman that knows how to get around shit. Businessman, maybe 25% of the time, but the the other 75%, no. No. He just looks at nothing but He's had a lot of great talent on there. He's had a lot of new superstars. Oh, he's not pushing That have talent. They want to shine, not just for him, but to the ones that pay into the company. And he and all the new ones that came out way back then to now have all gotten shit canned. Yeah, I know that. And we're fed up with the bullshit. <laughs> and like fun. and like they JD don't... said, every single week of every single month of every single year, we keep seeing the same clowns that we don't want to see anymore. I know that. There's other talents back there that the company will not let shine. Well, figure who the fuck's head of talent relations again. That was before that. That was before <laughs> don't have a dick. <laughs> Ended up taking over for Jim Ross when he was head of the talent relations. And Jim Ross saw talent. He saw skills. He saw somebody that wanted to shine, not for the company, but for the people that pay into the company. I know that. I mean, come on. Vince is going to be Vince. He's going to look at, when it comes to the females, he's going to look at their assets. (laughs) Their other assets which would be what I'm sitting on. And and the third assets. And how they look. Yeah. He's a fucking pervert. Yeah. He's also into blondes. I've noticed. Not saying there's anything bad with blondes. It's just, come on. With Alcatraz, you have... Fake You've had Trish, who who died... Was actually is actually a brunette, but she dyed her hair blonde. Because I mean, she originally she didn't want to really do anything with Vince. She wanted to become a wrestler because of Edge, which she stated when he retired. Mm-hmm. Was supposed to have been retired. He was the reason she became one, and 
she did get help going to school and becoming a freaking doctor. More like she's a physical therapist now. Um, and a yoga instructor. That too. Um, then you have... Bef- but before her, there was Sable. I mean... I mean, I remember Sable when she came out with Mark Merrill and all that. I mean, come on. You look at the outfit she was fucking wearing. You were seeing nothing but tits. And like George She Collins. didn't really have much of an ass, but she had decent-sized legs on her. And as in the words of George Carlin, I would have fucked that bitch with a stolen dick. <clears throat> and people are like, oh, she's a cute blonde. But you had... Oh, God. What's her name? Stacy uh, Keebler? No. She came later. Um, shit. She's related to Mad Dog. Mad Luna. Dog Fashan. Luna. Luna. She came out with Bam Bam Bigelow. was a blonde. She was blonde, but she didn't act like a blonde. She was who she was. Somebody different. But I've seen not really seen, I've heard interviews even podcasts where they were people were let in on how things were in the back. Where everything was all hush hush. Uh-huh. Luna even through um Gangrel, who knew her, remember seeing Vince with a bouquet of roses. She thinks they're for her, and she just won the match. But th- no, they're for Sable. That indication, what Sable prefers as what's actually noteworthy when it comes to this. Uh-huh. Then. Yeah, there came Stacy Keebler. Thin as a board. The only thing she had on her were legs. 41 inch legs. And he did try to put, he did push her, but not as much as he pushed Trish. Hmm. Then he had to go to Lita because. She was actually the most drawn. Between, with all the roster of the females, there was Sable, yeah, that's Sable, Trish, and Lita were the most fan favorite. Because Lita, she did extreme shit. Oh, yeah. Trish, well, yeah, look at her. Um... Then there was um, um, another blonde, but I can't remember her name. Medusa. Huh? Medusa. No, not Medusa. Yeah, she was a blonde. Yeah, but she wasn't with Alcatraz. Yeah, she was. I remember Medusa in WCW. Yeah, she came from Alcatraz. Into WCW, because remember the segment in WCW where it was um, 
Eric Bischoff sitting at the commentary with yeah. um, Mike Tanay, I think it was. Mike Tanay and um, Tony Blanchard. Not Tony. No. Some other guy. Yeah. And she had the uh, the women's title and she threw it in a trash can on a, on WCW. Yeah. Who yeah. doesn't remember that she, one? She came from Alcatraz because she was in there as Medusa. The... That I remember. She was blonde. There was another blonde. I forget. Blaze. Huh? Uh, Blaze. She had that white, uh, white um, outfit with the flames around it. She was called Blaze. She was blonde. Yeah, she was like a one-off because no one saw her after a match or two. Yeah, there was. Um, uh, Whitney Richter, she was blonde. Wendy Richter, yeah, yeah. WrestleMania one. Um, that was also a one-off. Uh, the blonde, I'm thinking she's blonde. Um, not Michelle McCool, but there was another. Well, yeah, heard there was her. Maurice. Yeah, Maurice. I could have stand that cut. Well, she originally didn't really speak English that well. She spoke French. She's a, she's from freaking Canada. Um, there was her. Yeah, she, they pushed her here and there, but not as much. Then there was um, Molina, which actually gave me the idea to use. To, how she screamed was kind of way where I started doing my own version, but more of a banshee. Um, of course, can't forget China. China but was never China blonde. Wasn't really no, she wasn't blonde, but she after poking and prodding at Vince. Paul Levesque and Shawn Michaels convinced him. Come on. She's not like the other females. Mm. She's a woman, yes. Start a different initiative. Do a women's division, but start her with it. But to do that, make her a continental champion. The first woman to be an intercontinental champion. Twice. Um, then years later, you have Michelle McCool. She was pushed, but not pushed, if you get what I'm saying. Mm. Um, Kelly Kelly, another blonde. She's actually brunette, but she dyed her blonde blonde. Had okay, was a decent size. I mean, she was a flaz aboard like Stacy Keeble was, but she had some size to her. Mm-hmm. Was women's champion, not even to say divas champion because that's not a title. Divas champion is anyway saying, uh, we have no other ideas on how to 
evolved the w women, so we're just gonna call them divas. Mm. Um, then comes fucking Charlotte Flair. Okay, hold on. Okay, we had Stacy Keebler. Yeah. Blonde, but not really a blonde. Um, Tori Wilson. Yeah, that's the one. She I was, was a blonde. About. Yep. Um, go away, pop up ahead. Kelly Kelly, not yep. much of a real blonde. No, but she made the blonde work because her hair is brunette. Yeah. When you're brunette, you can actually dye your hair blonde better. Yep. You got Alexic Bliss, blonde. Uh, yeah. Trish Stratus, not a blonde, brunette, brown hair. Yeah, you got Maria in here. She was a ditz with tits. As She's I called her. No. Chrissy Hemi wasn't a blonde. No, she was a redhead. AJ Lee, not a blonde. Nope. Gail Kim, not a blonde. No, Asian. She never got did not ever get pushed. Yeah, I know. Because of her ethnicity. Take a shot. She fucked up. <laughs> and you got Becky Lynch, not a fucking blonde. No. They didn't know what to fucking name her for her last name until they got somehow got a hold of my shit. Yeah, Charlotte, the fucking uh, piece of trash flair. Overrated, overpushed. Um, Jenna. Android. <laughs> yeah, Jenna. Just not a blonde. No. Mickey James, not a blonde. No. Maurice. True blonde. Yeah. Fable. Also yeah. married to Lesnar. Yep. What the fuck was that man thinking in his head? Oh, Fable, I'm going to fuck this bitch. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Ashley. Uh, Masaro. Yeah. I knew her father very well. One of my best before, friends. Yeah, that was before she <clears throat> came into trucks and shit. And before she went to Playboy. Yeah. Which is actual trend when it comes to wrestlers, females. Yeah. You become big in wrestling and then all of a sudden go, oh, let, let's use the company to get me to Playboy. Yeah. And the thing, I, re <clears throat> I used to take her to the park when she was just a little child. But then when I lost track of her and her father had to do my own things i see a playboy book and i see her on it but naked i'm like holy shit yeah not something i wanted to see out that... of out of somebody i knew as a little girl and i used to take to the park all the time that's that wouldn't be surprising yeah. where ashley got into the drugs in the first place mm. there was tiffany yeah blonde. Tiffany. she didn't last long <laughs> Um, I don't know why they have Velvet Sky up here. Velvet Sky? Yeah. She was in there briefly. She was one of the diva searches. But oh, okay. they didn't see anything in her. That's how she became, as she was yeah. an impact. Eve Torres. Not a blonde. No. Victoria. Not a blonde. Candace Michelle. Yeah, that's the other one. 
Not a blonde. Not a blonde, but she had the assets. Beth Phoenix. True blonde. blonde. Yeah. But she made the... The only two women I could really see that actually are real true blondes that were actually trying to push for women. Mm. Her. Beth Phoenix. Yeah. And Natalia. Natalia is a blonde. She's a blonde, and she's not getting pushed. Yeah, I know. You got Layla. Yeah. She's not a blonde. No. Brie Bella, not a blonde. Stephanie McMahon, not a blonde. No. Natalia, yes. Yeah. Nicole Bass. She did not last long. Another fucking China wannabe. That's what she was. The Fabulous Moolah, not a blonde. No. Terry Reynolds, full blonde. Yeah. That half the time, I don't didn't know what the fuck she was wearing. Is that a dress or is that a fucking fucking toga? Yeah. Mae Young. She was in between. She was very blonde, but she grew up. Michelle McCool, Mildred Blake, not a blonde, mm-hmm. but she looked like a goddamn bodybuilder wearing a swimsuit. Melina Perez, not a blonde. No. April Hunter, not a blonde. Tammy Sheffield, blonde. Katrina Waters, not a blonde. I know. Dawn Marie, not a blonde. Just Here's a nasty-looking lo- nasty hoe. Between her and the other blonde, females, I would take Stacey Keebler any day of the week. The way I see it, if you weren't blonde in that company... And you wanted the high ups to notice you mm-hmm. to get pushes upon pushes. Yeah. You would go blonde. Yeah. Jennifer or, Thomas, not a blonde. If you couldn't dye your hair blonde, next thing up is the assets in the front. Uh huh. Um, Tammy Lynn, S Y T C H is how you spell her last name. AKA Sunny, definitely a blonde. Bitch. That bitch Another is still seeing bars. ODB, not a blonde. No. How the fuck you gonna put her in here? So say, blonde. Missy Hyatt, blonde. Fucking cunts a Trump supporter. No, of course. Wendy Richter, no photo. Sherry Martell. I think she did try the blonde thing and never worked no. for her. Her hair was a different type. Because I noticed... Okay, my hair, people don't know already, it's actually red. I'm yeah. an actual redhead. Mm-hmm. I dye my hair black because it works. Mm-hmm. I did 
I don't know why. Tried to dye blonde once when I first met Johnny Dumbass. Laryngitis is actually what I'm calling him. I got the nuts. Laryngitis. And I only dyed my hair blonde to prove it wasn't going to work. I even had my fucking brother do it. Uh-huh. It didn't work for Sherry Martell. It did Martel. not work. I mean, I came, I mean, came out with my hair the way it was. I said, see? Don't it. Yeah. Not gonna work. It didn't work for Sherry Martell. I know that. Uh, Charmel, Booker T's wife, not blonde. Rosa Mendez. No, she's not That was blonde. a toss-up for me. I don't know if she was a blonde or brunette or what. Well, I'll figure. But she's from Vancouver, Rosa Mendez, Canada. Mendez, she was obviously Mexican. So her hair... No, she was Canadian. Canadian? Rosa she said, Mendez? Birth, she said, it says here, birthplace Vancouver, Canada. Nationality, Canada. That's why she was talking with a Spanish accent. Hmm. Um, I mean, her hair, yeah, her hair, that was hard to tell what kind of fucking hair color she was. Um, I mean, he, laryngitis, actually said to me, yeah, you're right, the blonde isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. But redheads aren't really a draw. I said, excuse me? He's saying this in the ring in front of really like 10,000 people, which we almost just sold out. Yep. And originally, it was supposed to have been Paul Heyman who was supposed to show up at EFW to get my brothers and me. Right. Instead, it's Laurenitis. And I said, my boss, Jim, he's in the ring. He introduced Paul Heyman. But instead of Paul Heyman, Laurenitis comes out. Yeah. I'm looking at him. I'm like, Jim, who the fuck is this guy? He goes, oh, God. Yeah. I went, what? You said Heyman was head of talent relations with JR. He goes, obviously, from what I'm looking at, probably not anymore. I go, who is he? Put it this way, he sucked. <laughs> yep. Going on, Molly Holly, not a true blonde, but she did dye her hair blonde. Yeah, she did once. Did not when work for her. When she was doing her. that superhero shit gimmick. Yeah. I don't think this person was ever in Alcatraz. Bobby Billard. Uh, don't know. Um, Vanessa Sanchez, not a blonde. Nope. I remember her in WWF, and then she went to ECW. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're forgetting Eddie's daughter. She's not up Sal here. Sal Guerrero. She's not up here. No, but she was under a different name. April something. Jillian Hall. Definitely yeah. a blonde, and she was a 
dumbest blonde ever. Ooh, I think that's why they said, hey, you're dumb. How about you try to sing? That's uh-huh. a big mistake. Um, I still think it's funny when Sharon slapped her. <laughs> yeah. She's getting in Sharon's face. I'm like, oh, please hit her. Please hit her. Please hit her. Uh, Tori Wilson. <laughs> she, yeah. she was blonde before, but that's not her natural hair color. Nope. Um, Stacy Carter. Elizabeth. She played, uh, she was the cat in WWF. Oh, yeah. yeah, heard of her. She worked in China. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And believe it or not, it's actually Deborah Marshall. Huh? Deborah Marshall. She's blonde. She's blonde. I know, but that's pretty cool. Stone Cold and Steve Austin's wife. Oh, Deborah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's blonde. I know that. Um, all these other people, I don't remember in the company. I'm just scrolling by them. Miss Morning. Elizabeth. She was actually a blonde, but she was dirty blonde. You could Cherry. Tell. Cherry. Yeah. Um, Amber O'Neill from Ring of Honor. Yeah. And New Japan Wrestling. She's a blonde. I don't think she was ever in the company. No, I don't know. Probably try out, but. Yeah. Never got there. No. Um, baby doll, I remember her. Yeah, it didn't last long. Yeah. Um, all these other ones I'm looking through, I don't remember ever being in WWF at the time. I know. So, yeah. Oh, Rocket Robin, I remember her in the in the thing. Yeah. Except she was never blonde. No. I have to see that. So, you can so see yeah, that. that's about it. But that garbage. Um, continuing on here with the story of Mr. McMahon. My paramour is occupied right now. WWE boss Vince McMahon accused of misconduct in sketching anonymous emails. Behind the scenes changes are taking place at WWE Alcatraz amid an investigation as reported by the Wall Street Journal. WWE's Vince McMahon is being investigated after being accused of misconduct and has stepped down for the time being from his roles of CEO and chairman. Also, an on-screen personality, the WWE head is being accused of making multi-million dollar hush money payments to women with whom he had sexual relationships. 
His dealings with one woman became known after anonymous emails were sent to the WWE board. Uh-oh, can the board be fucked now too with this investigation because anonymous emails went to them? Uh-oh. I would have to say, fuck yes! There's more to that. I gotta get one to it. There's about six of them. Here we go. <laughs> According to the Wall Street Journal, the WWE board is investigating a $3 million payment that McMahon allegedly made to a paralegal who was hired at the company in 2019. Uh Uh-oh. Who's going to win that round? The paralegal. The board learned about the alleged payments in a series of anonymous emails said to be from a friend of the paralegal in question. The email also claims that the paralegal was initially paid a $100,000 salary, but that it was increased to $200,000 after she began a sexual relationship with McMahon. McMahon has been married to his wife, Linda McMahon, since 1966. She's a blonde. Of course, The Wall Street Journal reported that according to people familiar with the investigation, after the injury began in April, other instances of women allegedly signing non-disclosure agreements and being paid off by McMahon were uncovered. Additionally, John Laurinaitis, I suck! A former wrestler and WWE head of talent relations doesn't know any of you bit him in his ass. Is also being accused of misconduct. Well, no shit. He needs to be. The email from the supposed friend of the paralegal claims that McMahon gave her like a toy to Laurinaitis. Every time I say that name, I want to get a fucking tetanus shot. <laughs> amid, amid the investigation, McMahon has voluntarily stepped down as CEO and chairman of WWE, according to The Hollywood Reporter. His daughter, Stephanie McMahon, has taken on both roles in the interim. McMahon will retain his role and responsibilities related to WWE's creative content during this period and remains committed to cooperating with the review underway, WWE told THR. Stupid ad. Mr. McMahon stayed statement says i have pledged my complete cooperation to the investigation by the special committee which is a third party by the way could you probably be his lawyer no special committee is a third party outside of wwe ah. do, 
do, uh, for this investigation. Huh. And I will do everything possible to support the investigation. McMahon told THR in a statement, I have also pledged to accept the findings and outcome of the investigation, whatever they are. Additionally, McMahon's lawyer told the Wall Street Journal that the unnamed paralegal hasn't made any claims of harassment and claimed that WWE did not pay any monies to her on her departure. A WWE spokesperson said that the relationship was consensual and that the company is taking the accusation seriously. WWE and its board of directors take all allegations of misconduct very seriously reads a statement given to the THR. The independent directors of the board engaged independent legal counsel to assist them with an independent review. In addition, the special committee and WWE will work with an independent third party to conduct a comprehensive review of the company's compliance program, HR functions, and overall cultures. They're going to find a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. To fucking pin to this piece of shit. A press release from WWE simply says that McMahon will appear on WWE SmackDown on Friday, June 17th, live on Fox, which was yesterday. According to CNBC, a source claims that the 76-year-old will address the situation in character as Mr. McMahon, the alter ego in which he appears on SmackDown. The source said that the show's writers were working to change the script, which had been completed earlier in the week on the day of the show. Like I said earlier, the third-party investigators told the board of directors that he cannot go out on his shows and talk about it. If he stepped down as CEO of the company and chairman, he had no legal authority to even be at an event for one of his shows, whether it's Raw, NXT, or SmackDown. He violated that right there, which will bite him in the fucking ass in court. Plus, with all of the other scandals that he's been into, and of course, his track records in courts, where he lost a lot of cases, it's also going to bite him in his ass. Well, like I said before, his daughter being um, CEO interim, that's only by title only. Mm. But Vince still has control over creative. I mean, come on. Like I, like I said the- before, 
according to the third party investigators, he does not have any authority in the company because he had to step down as CEO and chairman. That's going to bite him in the ass. Due to the fact of this investigation going on, you can't show up to your shows. After you said I stepped down as CEO and chairman because of this, because of the investigation. Well, shit, all so he just violated last night's order to not show up. Think gets the shit. That's gonna bite him in the ass, and I hope so. I mean, the way I see it, I'll have um, a fucking party when that bites him in the ass. I mean, the way I see it. When Vince decided to do the bits with Austin, that was good. Simply because, you know, Austin. But at the same time, there was realism in it. Well, yeah. There was realism in the skit between McMahon and Austin. Yeah. Then there was Vince and Dwayne. Yeah. Realism there. Yeah, but he didn't tell him to bend over so he could shove his wrinkly dick up in their asses. No. Um, and then pay him, turn around, pay him hush money on top of the regular paycheck and then on top of the whatever title they were holding for a paycheck. No. Um. But I have noticed, and I've actually put this out there on JD. For JD from NYC 206 a couple of times. Am I the only one who believes the company itself could be cursed? Because one, people that felt they screwed him over, screwed them over. Not so much so. But, I mean, if you look at what happened to Owen Hart? He passes. Then some years later, Eddie passes literally with an, a week bef- before. Right. Or uh, a week after he did something with Kennedy. And he was supposed to do a show that night. Right. When Chavo found him. Then Actually, there's Ryan. it wasn't Chavo that found him. It was Batista. Chavo's the one who admitted it. He found him. Batista didn't know anything about it till later. That's kind of funny because I heard Batista say that he found Eddie in his hotel room on his bed dead. No. And he called Chavo and Chavo came and... No, Chavi, Chavo cleared that up on Chris's podcast when Chris brought that up. Chavo was in his hotel room Security, security had to call, call him to tell him they couldn't get a hold of his uncle. Then they had to break the door down to see if Chavo, if Eddie was okay, and they found him in the bathroom face down. They got a hold of Chavo. Chavo went and found him. With the security guard and Chavo admitted Eddie died in my arms. Um, but 
You look at the passing of Owen Hart, the freak fucking accident, even though they're saying, oh, it's a freak accident. Uh, then Eddie. Not mentioning someone else. Then Roddy. Right. Three known guys. So after with the passings of each the three that I've mentioned, am I the only one that thinks the company itself could be cursed? Who knows? I mean, um, I mean everybody told, try to tell people um, this is not going to work. I'm not feeling right. Do you think the higher ups give a fuck? No. If it affects their wallets. They're gonna give a fuck. Um, Obviously not if they allowed Owen to fucking die. Well, to be honest, Vince Russo is also responsible for that because he came up with that fucking idea. Yeah, after Shawn Michaels fucking did it. Yeah, well, yeah. You look at the fucking thing that Shawn was on with him and Brett had that match at WrestleMania. Forget the number. Yeah, it was basically the same exact zip line. It worked for Sean because Sean's was a lighter body weight. Right. Owen, Owen Hart was a little heavier. Owen Hart was heavy. Yeah, and the zip line was a little thinner than what Sean Michaels had. Yeah, and it was Sean Michaels' and zip was line was that thick. Owen Hart's was that thin. I know. Um, and Owen Hart did did say and did say uh, this is not going to work. I don't he feel comfortable. Fine. I'm not doing it. He was fine with it on the st- when they practiced it. It was fine. What the hell was that? I don't know, but I heard that. It. He was fine when they tested it. He was fine. The day of, what Owen st- said, look, I don't feel right. Uh, this may not work. Something's gonna happen if I go on this thing. Um. Yeah. This doesn't look like he can hold me, for, not from that length. Right, because the zip line was not the same one like Shawn Michaels and what he trained on. Yeah. To do what Shawn Michaels did. They changed it at the last second and made it too thin. That's why I all looked up at it and said, ah, no, this is not going to happen. Yeah. I'm not doing it. People then- told the board of directors and told Vince and... The board of directors and Vince are like, uh, no, you're doing it. It's it's going to hold you. It's the they committed murder. They basically committed murder. It's actually And I guarantee you that's going to come up in court. And it's going to bite Vince and the board in the um, ass. I mean, the, the reason I remember that so fucking well, I saw that shit live. Shit, everybody saw my that shit live. I want me and my brothers, we wanted to go, but my father, our biological dad, he had to work. But he let us order it on pay-per-view. And I'm watching it. And it was just before Owen's match. And I said, I don't know if this is actually a good idea. Because even I started thinking, wait a minute. Because we were seeing Owen on a zip line prior, and it was okay. But then that night, 
there was something wrong with it. Yeah. Owen knew. Wait, this is not going to hold me. I'm 200 some odd pounds. I'm heavier than Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, there was weather problems where they were at for the pay-per-view. But everybody's TV for that segment shut off except for mine. I was able to see the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. Jerry, people could say what the fuck they want about Jerry Lawler. I mean, due to fact the stuff he's said and done over the years, I mean, half the time it was funny. Majority of the time it was funny. He broke character on camera going, Owen just fell. Gets off the fuck, gets, takes off the headset, it goes to him. Mm-hmm. And you see Vince kind of looking off a gorilla. One of the cameras catches him. Going. Oh shit, I just killed him. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't just him. You see Russo kind of poking his fucking dumbass head out. Going, oh shit. What the fuck do we do now? Um, I mean, unfortunately, Brett... He was in WCW then. So he wasn't there. He only goes knows about what he knows. And Brett... Everybody knows, even today, some stuff that Brett may hold Vince responsible for. That probably being one of them. Um, then Eddie, years later... After a stint he had with Kennedy on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Literally within days before he was supposed to do a show for Raw. And that shit happens. I mean, I saw the chair shot um, on that SmackDown. And I could tell the way Eddie was, he wasn't there. Right. I thought, being, you know, a fan, I'm like, okay, he's a wrestler, he's feuding with Kennedy, he's probably trying to sell it. But the way his eyes looked were not, I'm selling the shit. Then several days later, he dies. Yep. 2015. August. Roddy dies within a month and two weeks after Dust Dusty does. And he knew. One, I ain't gonna live till I'm 65 to get my full retirement from your asses. Exactly. Vince, give me something to do with these younger guys. Vince says no. We'll get a hold of you within a year. I ain't gonna live that long. Then news breaks. Rowdy Rowdy Roddy Piper dies in his sleep. Found by his own son. Um but the news broke. I mean, yeah, Alcatraz, they were like, no way. Roddy can't be dead. We just talked to him, not even 
several weeks ago. You're supposed to do a show here. Then Roddy's own uh, son actually calls Vince and says, believe the reports, Vince. My father is dead. They do what I personally call a half-ass memorial show for Roddy. It was basically uh, hold silence for the count of ten bells, which is the bell being hit ten times. And then just a regular show. Nothing about Roddy. This is why I'm saying with all the accidents or the accidents of people getting hurt, the three main people that I mentioned that died after speaking to Vince and other people with Vince about something not being right, something's wrong, yada, 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 yada. And they die. Now, some people who probably are diehard, e-drone motherfuckers of Alcatraz, they're going to say, oh no, that stuff happens all the time. It's not cursed. Now, I try not to get back into the fold a pro wrestling, and I'm a wrestler. I mean, I can't go back in so far, so far as I know, I can't go back in the ring because of my lower back. Thanks to a shithead. But, with things like this, I mean, originally, I didn't want wrestling a part of the show, even though technically... It is everything uh, paranormal. But the way Pear Mike tried to explain it to me, maybe you should. It is part of it. People go to a fucking show, you're going to feel energy. Um, I didn't want to do it. Pear Mike goes to my brother. My brother talks to me and said, maybe you should. That is part of you. I mean, I know you can't go back in. But you can still be a fan. You can still question shit. I went, yeah, that's the thing. If I do, I'm going to want to go back in head first. He goes, you already know my standings on that. I don't want you going back in that ring. Yeah, you were hit from behind by an idiot who was pissed off because you beat him in a ladder match for an actual company you were going to choose. I went, I know. I've heard the fucker went to Alcatraz. Then he got fired. Then he went to AEW. I don't know who it was. He goes, to be honest, it could have been the kid, the kid, the 18 year old that you super, uh, that you super roundhoused in the face. 
that was standing with whoever that was. I went, I know that. I don't know what he might have changed his ring name to. I don't know. But if I got the okay medical wise that I can go back in. I don't know how I can get back in. I got no place around me that I can get to to go back and train. And you won't let me back in the fucking ring. He goes, one, not without me. Two, I understand there's wrestlers that have retired. They're finding ways to get back into the fold. That's them. I'm not related to them. I'm related to you. You're my sister. I know how your back acts up now. When I talk to you or talk to Mike, if I don't get a chance to talk to you, but I talk to Mike, he tells me how much fucking pain you're in. And I need you up here. This was back last year. I mean, yeah, I've worked wrestling stints that I've done on our show just to get it out. I mean, my brother, he's met, said, it. I see that fire in you. It's still there. I went, yeah, you won't let me back in. Not without me. And two, I haven't been on a plane since 2010. I went, well, you're afraid of flying, bro. I am not. Alex is afraid of flying. Or was afraid of flying. I didn't have I didn't really care. If you got do the point A to point B, I didn't give a shit. Yeah, me and Alex took took the train. <laughs> or we just drove down. Either way. Um I haven't been on a plane since I was fifteen and I still hated it. That's why today I'm still afraid of going on it, but well, there was a time where Alex did have to take a plane because uh, my boss, Smokey Jim, did did not want to go halfway across Florida, the state of Florida, driving. That's true. Because we had to do a prices. show in Fort. We had to do a show in Fort Lauderdale. Three different fucking shows. One was a house show. One was a regular regular TV. And the other was an HBO show. And from West Hell Beach to Fort Lauderdale was a bit of a drive. And my boss did not want to pay, didn't want to drive that far. Yeah, because the gas prices down there were nuts. Yeah, they started becoming nuts. I said, bro, just fly. I fly. Your brother Rich, our brother's flying. So what's the problem? Um, never got an answer out of that. Um, get 
on the plane. Of course, they had to give him a few drinks just to calm him down. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. After we get off this plane, he's going to get a little out of sorts. And I'm not trying to stand by and watch one of my brothers get tased. Even though it would be funny as shit. <laughs> that's true. Uh, anyway, we are going to go over some more demons, names, what they are, <sighs> what they look like. We're in with the C's now. Came or Cameo. C-A-I-M slash C-A-M-I-O Christian belief. A great president or prince of hell ruling over 30 legions of demons. He is a good disputer. Provides true answers concerning the future. It gives men the understanding of the voices of various creatures, such as birds and dogs, as well as of the noise of water. He is depicted in the form of a black bird, but changes into a man bearing a sword. Sometimes he wears as a man. Sometimes he appears as a man wearing rich and elegant clothing with the head and wings of a black bird. When answering questions, he seems to stand on burning coals. Ow. Okay. Depicted as a blackbird. Hmm. This sounds like some crossbreeding gone wrong. Or crossbreeding weird. Can't really picture. I mean, I can mentally picture what the day of the what he probably as far as the blackbird changing into a man bearing a sword appearing as a man wearing rich elegant clothing with the head and wings of a blackbird I can't picture that Charon at Ruskin believes a pre-Christian demon whose job it was to guard the entrance to the underworld. Oh, so he was basically a servant of Hades. He is depicted with a hammer. Oh, so he's Thor's cousin. And pointed ears, tusks, snakes around his arms, enormous wings, and a bluish coloration symbolizing the decay of death. Uh, okay. Depictive with a hammer and pointed ears. Okay, so he would be holding a hammer. Basically, what would look like a, th a hammer, uh, Thor's hammer in one hand with pointed ears that could be either or. Tusks, 
which would be what an elephant or a mammoth would have. Snakes around his arms would be basically armbands were actually snakes. Enormous wings. It could be either or for a set of wings. Bluish coloration would be meaning his skin would basically be blue or bluish tint. What's the matter? Corson Christian belief one of the four principal kings that have power over the 72 demons supposedly constrained by King Solomon not to be conjured except on great occasions. Doesn't say what he's depicted as. Moving on. Crocell or Procell Christian beliefs. What's a member of the powers? He is now a Duke of Hell. Mm-hmm. Who rules over 48 legions of demons. He appears as an angel with a tendency to speak in dark and mysterious ways. When summoned, he teaches geometry and other liberal sciences and can warm bodies of water, create the illusion of the sound of rushing waters, and reveal the location of natural baths. He is associated with water. Okay, so which means Procell being associated with water, meaning possible water elemental, maybe. Uh, does it say what he would be shown as? Oh, well. Oh, yeah, it does. Appears as an angel. Now, that could be... Is that a actual angel or fallen angel? Which one? Okay, we're going to the D's now. Deva. D-A-E-V-A. Da Eva. Zoroasterian beliefs. A class of demons who bleh, take a shot. I stumbled. A class of demons with disagreeable characteristics described as noxious creatures that promote chaos and disorder. Dantelion Christian beliefs a great duke of hell with 36 legions of demons under his command as a jinn he is the 71st of 72 spirits of Solomon 
He teaches the arts and sciences. And given that he knows the thoughts of all people, he can declare their secret thoughts and change them at will. He can also cause a person to love another and move people from one place to the other to another anywhere in the world. He is depicted as a man with many appearances, i.e. the face of any man or woman he chooses, and often appears with a book in one of his hands. Ah, uh, okay, so Dante Leon is basically a transgender. Depicted as a man with many appearances, i.e. the face of a man or woman. Yeah, either or. Then Shal, Judaic beliefs, a fallen angel, the seventh mentioned of the 20 watcher leaders of the 200 fallen angels described in the book of Enoch. He is said to have taught the signs of the sun to humans. The name is translated as God has judged. That's insane what he would be depicted as. Davy Jones. Um, okay. Christian sailor lore beliefs. 19th century personification of the devil, saint, or god of the seas, may simply be another name for the devil, as in Devil Jonah. De Carabia, or slash Carabia, Christian beliefs, a grand marquis of hell. With 30 legions of demons under his command, he knows the virtues of all herbs and precious stones. He appears in the form of a pentagram star, changing into a man at the conjurer's request. It can take the form of any bird as required. Okay. Decarbia slash Carbia appearing in the form of a pentagram star, basically what I'm wearing. I find it hard to believe. Appearing in the form of a pentagram star, then changing into a man at the conjurer's request. possible, but appearing in the form of a pentagram star? Not so much. Take the form of any bird as required, depending on the bird. Demiurge Gnostic beliefs considered to be the creator of the universe the real 
imperceptible world. The Gnostics considered the material universe to be evil and the non-material world to be good. Accordingly, the Demiurge is, male is malevolent. Demogorgon? Okay. Christian beliefs. A, a mysterious pagan god or demon associated with the ancient Greek underworld and seen as a powerful pre primordial being whose very name was Taboo. Christian writers naturally assigned him a piece of this. Another shot. Christian writers naturally associated him a place as a demon of hell. And he has been described as the master of fate or master of ceremonies in hell's hierarchy, as well as the lord of fairies, the ones with the wings, and genies. Okay. Is any of the genies blue? Sorry, I tried to make crack a joke. <laughs> Devil. Shocking. Many different beliefs. Believed by many cultures and religions to be a powerful and supreme entity. A trickster or tempter figure that is the enemy of God and mankind. Sometimes regarded as a fallen angel. Sometimes merely as a demon or personification of evil, of evil will. He tempts humans to sin or commit evil deeds and can command a huge force of lesser demons. Judaism sees the role of the devil as assigned rather than assumed. Today, many regard the devil as an allegory that represents a crisis of faith, individualism, free will, and strength of character. That's basically what the description of what the devil is for many different cultures and religions. Vespedic Persian beliefs, meaning white demon. He is the lord of the divs, Persian for demons, of Mazandaran, skilled in sorcery and necromancy. He appears as a huge being with great physical strength. Does not really explain what the fuck he looks like? Or what would be depicted to look like? Appears as a huge being? That could be just about fucking anything. Drekovec. Slavic Christian folklore beliefs. 
A class of demons created from the souls of children who have died unbaptized. They may appear in many forms, including elongated, with a disproportionately large head, such as a bird, a dog, or a fox with hind legs, similar to those of a kangaroo, or in the form of a child calling for people of passing near the cemetery to baptize it, universally described as having a horrific yell. No, that's not me. <laughs> Okay, I get what the Drakavik would be considered for folklore depiction of what he would look like. He or she, don't know, doesn't say. May appear in many forms. Okay, that could be just about anything. Including elongated with a disproportionately large head. As a bird, a dog, or a fox. With hind legs similar to those of the kangaroo. Okay. Elongated with this portion of the large head. Would that be a melon head? In fact, there is that urban legend on those. As a bird, it could be either or. If, if you see a fucking bird with a large disproportionate head that's obviously this thing a dog or a fox with hind legs similar to those of a kangaroo here's this for a joke a bird, a dog, and a fox with elongated large disproportionate head Walk into a bar. All three of them have hind legs that are of a kangaroo. What comes out after these three hook up? Dissolves <laughs> this. Zoavets, Native American beliefs, a demon or ogre from Shu Shanian mythology who stole the sun and kidnaps children associated with volcanism and cannibalism. Yum. Number E, there's only one. Empusa. Empusa. I know I probably butchered that one. Ancient Greek beliefs. Originally a demigoddess in her own right. She seduced young men as they slept, drinking their blood and feast and eating their flesh. In later versions, she became an entire species of demon known in English as 
Impuse, commanded by the goddess Hecate to guard roads and devour travelers. Going to Fs now. Familiars. Which everybody should know what the familiars are. But Christian beliefs, supernatural entities who, when serving witches, were thought to be malevolent and were classified as demons. When working for wise women or cunning folk, they were thought of as benevolent and often called fairies, the ones with the wings. They may appear in numerous guises, often animal, but also in human form. The main purpose of the familiar is to serve a witch or young witch, providing protection for him or her as they come into their new powers. And I swear, if anyone on the audio version thinks, oh, like Sabrina, I will scream. Of course, with a familiar, most people who hear familiars, they are going to go to things that are modernized in the world of television, of what a familiar would be depicted as. Um, most people on the audio version of this podcast that they listen, that they hear, some of them are probably going to think, wait, a familiar, to serve a witch or young witch, providing protection for him or her as they come into their new powers. I got a feeling some people of the audio side of the podcast here are going to automatically think, oh, like Sabrina, the Teenage Witch? Now, that's television for kids. Because most people are going to think, oh, like Melissa Joan Hart. Okay. And no, I'm not talking about the, uh, the new version of Sabrina. Or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Great depiction of what a familiar is. Watch the show Salem. That shows what a familiar would be considered as. It's basically just a companion. Of course, some things in the movie, in the show Salem, I'm not okay with, as in killing animals, especially cats. Foras, forcas, or foras, Christian beliefs, a president of hell with the command of 29 legions of demons. He teaches logic. Obviously, he's failing on that, and a lot of people on many levels. And ethics, failing on that too. 
The virtues of herbs and precious stones can make a man witty, eloquent, invisible, invincible, according to some authors, bestow long life, and can discover treasures and recover lost things. He is depicted as a strong man. In other words, his form is a man. They're supposed to look strong. Fornius, Christian beliefs, a great marquis of hell with 29 legions of demons under his rule. He teaches heretic and languages and make men loved by friends and foes alike. Commonly depicted as a sea monster. That can go either way of what people would want to consider what a sea monster is. Fercus or forecast Christian beliefs a knight of hell. The rank of knight is unique to him. Commanding 20 legions of demons. He teaches philosophy, astronomy, and or astrology, heretic, logic, ch- chiromancy, and pyromancy. Depicted as a strong old man with white hair and long white beard. He rides a horse while holding a pitchfork. Um, okay, I don't know why he'd be holding a pitchfork. But at least that's the description of what he, this Fercus or Forcus would basically be looked as as a being Furfur! A name I have not heard in years. Furfur! I told you you would get hungry. Christian beliefs a great Earl of Hell commanding 29 legions of demons lies compulsively unless compelled to enter a magic triangle after which he gives true answers to every question speaking with a rough voice he can create love between a man and a woman create storms tempests thunder lightning and blasts and teaches secret and divine things. Uh, my head's in the gutter. What secret and divine things would that be? He is depicted as a heart or winged heart, sometimes as an angel, changing from the former to the latter, when compelled to enter the magic triangle. Depicted as a heart or winged heart? Would that be something that would be considered a tattoo? Mm. And the word heart spelled 
A-R-T. Um, now we're go to the genius here. Gap. Not the gap. Gap. Christian believes a prince and great president of hell commanded 66 legions of demons. According to some, he is the king of the southern region of hell and earth. To others, the king of the western region and as mighty as Beleth. But for both, he is considered to be the guide of the four kings. Best conjured to appear when the sun is in the southern zodiacal sign. He specifically controls the element of water and reigns over the water elements or water demons. He teaches philosophy and all liberal sciences can cause love or hate and make men insensible and invisible. Release familiars from the custody of other magicians. Give true answers concerning past, present, and future. And can carry and recarry men and things speedily from one place to the other. He is sometimes honored with sacrifices and burning offerings depicted as a human. In other words, his demon form is full human. Nothing weird or anything else. Okay. Gaki slash Prita slash Pita slash Hungry Ghost. Eastern Asian beliefs. A type of supernatural being rather than a demon. Described in Buddhist, Hindu, Sheikh, and Jane Texas as the spirit of a dead person with evil intent. Specifically afflicted with insatiable hunger or thirst for a particular substance or object as a result of bad deeds or intent in their t- lifetime. Okay, doesn't explain what it would look like. Just a dead person. Gamagin, Christian beliefs, a great marquee of hell who commands 30 legions of demons. He teaches the liberal sciences. It gives an account of the souls of those who died in sin and who drowned in the sea speaking with a rough voice. He is depicted as a small horse or jackass 
donkey, which I labeled jackass, which changes into the form of a man at the conjurer's request. What? What's the matter? I just heard a noise over there, that's all. Uh, Gallo G-E-L-L-O Aramaic and early Christian beliefs a class of female child snatching demons who threaten the reproductive cycle by causing infertility spontaneous abortion and infant mortality in other words this is a bitch. Glasia. Glasia. La. La Bolus. I think I stumbled on that one. No, I didn't. Butchered it. Christian believes. A president or earl of hell. Who commands 36 legions of demons. He is associated with manslaughter and bloodshed. Speaks of the past and the, and the future. Knows all sciences. Gains the minds and love of friends. And foes causing love among them if desired. Incites homicides. It can make a man invisible. That's invincible, but he is depicted as a dog with the wings of a griffin. I'll let you go listening and watching uh, picture a dog with the wings of a griffin. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Gramori slash Gamore, Christian beliefs, a duke of hell, commanding over 40 legions, wait, wrong one, say it again, Gramori slash Gomore, Christian beliefs, a duke of hell, commanding 36 26 legions of demons. Four shots. I stumbled. A duke of hell commanding 26 legions of demons. He tells all things past, present, and future about hidden treasures and procures the love of women, young and old, but especially maidens. He is depicted as appearing in the form of a beautiful woman with the crown of a duchess tied around his wrist and riding a camel. <laughs> okay, so this is another demon. That's a transgender. <laughs> Hope, 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 hope. 
Gussian slash Gussian slash Gazan. I know I butchered them. I don't care. Christian beliefs. A great Duke of Hell. Commanding over 40 legions of demons. How many fucking Dukes of Hell is there? I don't know. <laughs> I swear, when I go back and watch these fucking videos and shit, I'm going to write down how many fucking Dukes of Hell you have said. Okay, you can do Princess of Hell, President of Hell, Great Duke. No, no, I'm just talking the word Duke. That's it. Look this way. Uh, Prince, not a Duke. Lord, not a Duke. Just Duke. Well, before you cut me off, reading this, these, I have literally lost count how many demons that are considered Dukes of Hell, Great Duke of Hell, Marquis of Hell, President, Principal, King... Yeah, that's why I, I said. lost count. That's why I said when I go back and review all these videos, you know, the past three all the way up to now, I'm gonna count literally on a separate piece of paper how many times you have said that. For each or just Duke? I think you should do for each. I probably might do each, but who knows? I would do each. He tells all be a hell past... of a category though. He tells all past present and future things shows the meaning of all questions that are asked asked to him reconciles friends and gives honor and dignity he is depicted as a baboon or according to some as the reincarnation of the Greek philosopher Xenophilius Xenophilus. Okay. For the H's now. Ha. Hagenti. Doesn't say what the beliefs are. A great president of hell. Writing 33 legions of demons, he makes men wise by instructing them in every subject. Uh, I don't know about that. Take a look. Not all men are wise, only specific ones. Transmutes all metals into gold and changes wine into water and water into wine. He is depicted as a big bull with the wings of a griffin, changing into a man under request of the conjurer. Halfus slash Malthus, another that doesn't say what beliefs. An Earl of Hell, commanding 26 legions of demons. His specialty is building towers and filling them with ammunition 
and weapons. He is often depicted in the form of a stork. I'm going to say that again. He is often depicted in the form of a stork. Which means that belief that some people say to their kids, oh, um, that kids seeing cartoons stork bringing a fucking baby to a goddamn couple. Hyores slash Flyhoras slash Flavorus slash Horas slash Hevrez. An interesting demon and a great duke of hell. I'll say that again in case no one heard because the parent Mike sneezing. Sorry. An interesting demon and a great duke of hell. Having 36 legions of demons under his rule, he gives the usual true answers of all things past, present, and future, but must first be commanded to enter a magic triangle. If not, he will lie, deceive, and beguile the conjurer. His specialties are divinity, the creation of the world, himself, and other fallen angels. He can also destroy all the conjurer's enemies, including other demons, by burning them up. Depicted as a humanoid leopard with big claws, he changes into a man with fiery eyes and an awful expression. <laughs> Sounds like your brother. Which one? Where am I? <laughs> nah, Richie's eyes don't turn fire. They go black. Alex, on the other hand, his eyes did turn fire, but they were it was like a fucking green fire. I I fret. Islamic beliefs, a class of super supernatural being within the jinn. Spirits the spirits below the level of angels, noted for their strength and cunning. Imp. Christian beliefs, originating from Germanic folklore, an imp is a lesser demon and often considered more mischievous than evil or harmful, often shown as small and not very attractive creatures. <laughs> You're saying a leprechaun is an imp? If they have leprechaun in here, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be flabbergasted. Well, we can always do that for another show. Incubus. Judaic and Christian beliefs. A demon in male form who lies upon sleepers. I should say who lays upon sleepers, especially women, in order to have in sex with them. 
sometimes with the intent of fathering a child. I'm going to say that again. Incubus, a demon in male form who lays upon sleepers, especially women, in order to have sex with them. Sometimes with the intent of fathering a child. It's female counterpart is the succubus. Repeated intercourse with the incubus or succubus may result in the deterioration of health or death. Okay. So far, the demons that I've mentioned, some of them who Um, can cause love or whatever with he, he or she or whatever. Would they be considered an incubus? And some that are female that can coerce men are they succubus? That is something I want to throw out there. Are some demons that have specific things for what they're known for? It could cause people to fall in love or whatever or have sex with them. Would they be considered an incubus? These are men demons. Female demons, same thing. Would they be considered succubuses? Because there's not ever a name with a demon that's either a succubus or an incubus. I have noticed that for fucking years. Not one person has fucking came up with that question. Can a demon who's known for causing love... Or decides to want to go to bed with a living female. Would they be considered an incubus? Same thing for the female demon. Ipus or Ipes. Christian believes. An earl or prince. <coughs> an earl or prince of hell. With 36 legions. Of demons under his command. He knows and can reveal all things. Past, present, and future. And make men witty and valiant. Commonly depicted with the body of an angel. The head of a lion. The tail of a hare. Which is the tail of a bunny rabbit. And the feet of a goose. <laughs> and sometimes that's his vulture. <laughs> Joke. An angel. A man. Body of an angel. A lion. A rabbit or hare. And a goose. Walk into a bar. They hook up. What comes out? 
translation as an answer. Body of an angel. Body of a man. Angel. The head is a lion. The tail is the, is the rabbit. And the feet is the goose. <laughs> or, if it's a vulture, sometimes it's a vulture. <laughs> Unfortunately, just took a quick look for the L's. Leprechaun ain't in here. So, obviously, Leprechaun and Imp are two different entities. Guess so. Edgy. I don't know what time is it. <sighs> it is 12 after 11. You want to wrap up? Pick up sure. after another day? Uh, yeah, we could do that. All right. We definitely can do that because earlier you had a phone call. What? Yeah, you had a phone call earlier. I didn't want to say anything because we were just in the middle of our podcast show, so don't worry about it. My son? Yep. I told him I was doing a fucking show tonight. It really shows my son does not listen. Yeah. So, I told him that, you know, your mother and I are about to do a podcast show. We just started. Um, If you want to pop in, YouTube, Facebook, you know the drill. Actually, he doesn't. He hasn't been on our thing, so So, I don't think you even know how to go about it. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, he has a YouTube channel, so I'm sure he'll see it up on his YouTube thing. Probably not. Anyway. Well, that'll do it for us for this Saturday night. It's been fun. I want to say thank you to our moderator for popping in for a while until she popped out. And, uh, you know, help us grow. Help us get that thousand likes on the show. Thousand subscribers. Active subscribers. That too. One thousand subscribers to this channel and I could change the URL to the show's name. Comment like hit the notification button for you guys on facebook jump on over to our youtube help us grow since our facebook has 340 people on our channel jump over there help us help our youtube channel grow so that does it for me paramike and for the gothic darkness woman over there i'm paralor we say good night good afternoon Good morning, or whatever day it is for you guys. We'll see you next time right here, live. On you want to get the email real quick? Uh, they can go back and watch the video. Okay. It'll pop up. Just go back and watch it. You'll see our email address, our website address, our phone book address, or yeah, phone book, form board address, and everything. And just pop on and do whatever. Leave a comment below on all three or I'm four. For the Anchor FM, the email since... I have to type it in there. Oh. How many times do I have to tell you? Sheesh. I forgot. Anyway. Good night, guys. Bye.